Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuya. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. On today's ep, we talk through why the letdown hurts so bad mm. when being cancelled on with very short notice. Rude. A listener has written in regarding upgrading her fuck buddy situation to potential Boothang. Mm. And our confession this week gets the shock of her life. Jodes, I can't wait to tell you. Um, but first things first, you have a little secret. Are I, you going to share with the listeners? I wouldn't say that it's a secret. Why? We- <laughs> it's not a secret. Um, I'm just being a little bit coy, mm-hmm. as we would say. Um, as we know, I'm dipping it and doing it. I'm out and about. I'm on the scene dating. Um, and there is someone that I have my eye on. And I don't know, just it's hitting a little different right now. Wow. It's hitting L- a little different. Tight-lipped Lucy over here. I don't know how to act. Mm. I'm receiving, I was saying to Jules earlier, like I'm receiving so much king energy. Mm. I don't know how to act. Can you give us one example? I know you don't want to tell us shit, but just one example. Just like the follow through and the consistency mm, mm-hmm. and just the masculine energy of he's booking tables, he's opening car doors. I'm like. Did you just say, wait, wait, he booked the table. Did you have to prompt him? Did you no. drop lots of hints? I'm getting verbatim, leave it with me. I'm getting be here at 7 p.m. It's, I'm getting initiative. I'm getting follow through. I'm getting texts the next day saying, thank you so much. I had such a great time. I'm just like, I, I don't know how to fucking act. So it's he's like, doing everything first, like yes. without you prompting him at all. He's doing you swear everything. Down. You swear down. I fucking swear. I'm showing up. I'm showing up to the dates. Whoa. He is doing everything. Like I am shook. My God. Like I said, I don't know how to act. I feel like I'm a robot. Mm-hmm. And the masculine energy has me malfunctioning. I'm like, oh, uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 oh, uh, oh. <laughs> so I'm going to let you know. I'm going to keep you posted. Um, and then, I mean, we need to get into it. We need to get into oh it. Oh, my gosh. What? So after the first date, I was so mentally switched on from this, this king, so mentally turned on and so physically turned on, Naturally, you go ahead to go home and masturbate. So, listeners, listeners, Jodie telling us she's horny by saying I was mentally switched on. Okay, sis, all right. You're just a fucking horny. Yeah, yeah, you're horny. Got it. Hashtag I was horny. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the Sona 2 by Lalo. Mm-hmm. We had a time, we had a little one on one after the date. Mm-hmm. And I had a full on squirter moment. Wait, like, so it's not just me. Are we speak, Are we talking pissing the bed like I did? Did yes, you piss the bed? I had a situation like you, Jules, and I was like, I need to talk. I need to get into this with Jules tomorrow because I'll let Jules tell her story after. But it was literally like the female ejaculate was so intense. I thought I had wet the bed. It was 
crazy. Because remember that the first time that happened to me, I had to get up because I was like, holy shit, I can't even trust myself. I've just fully pissed the bed at 26 years of age. Full piss. And then, like I said, I sniffed it and it was dead set piss. But you've done your research. <laughs> you've done your research and now you've said that, you've said what, that there is different types of ejaculation. Exactly. There are different types of female ejaculation and this what happened with us, Jules, mm-hmm. and the same thing happened to both of us, is that we had had an orgasm. We'd had a clitoral orgasm. It was female ejaculate, which actually does stem from the bladder. So the scientists are saying mm-hmm. it's not urine. Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's a look and a feel like urine, but it's mm-hmm. not full urine. And, um, yeah, I was like, did I just fucking fully squirt all over my bed? Like, what the fuck is going on here? But, no, you didn't wet the bed. It wasn't urine. You just came, Jules, and that's perfectly natural. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, well, that's another reason why I can only use that thing once a month because I can't be fucked washing my sheets. Oh, my fucking God. That third setting, though, the one that's like, (laughs) (laughs) guys, it literally feels like a tongue going slow, hard, slow, hard, slow, hard, slow, hard. I love it. That third setting hits different, though. Oh, my gosh. That third setting. Um, So... Do you remember, Mm, Jodie, I can't even look you in the eye. Do you remember how last week our episode, go back and listen to it if you haven't already. Yes. How um, I got stood up, well, you know, cancelled at very last minute and we wrote him off the entire episode and we bagged him out. (laughs) I can't look at you. He didn't come for me though. (laughs) Um. So on Friday night. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. The wheels are turning. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Listeners, I know that you're going to, going to put a gun to my head. Hear me out. So on Friday night, I went to dinner with the same boy. The one Let- that, okay. So you're telling me I've just fucking bagged this guy out. I've just shit talked this guy all episode and here your ass is out on another date with him. Listen to me. Okay. So. He messaged me on Wednesday night. And like I said, I was putting no effort in. I was pretty much done with it. He messaged me on Wednesday night and said, Jules, are you free on Friday evening? And I said, well, I don't have plans, which was not a yes or not a no. I said, I don't have plans. And he didn't hear the episode. He hasn't heard the episode. (laughs) And um, he said, are you free for dinner 9.30 at Alberto's, like this place in the city? Yeah. Like he had done all the work. He's basically like, all you need to do is rock up. Okay. So – I went on a second date with cancelled boy from last weekend because he. this is my train of thought. Yeah. I felt really bad because if he does have – it's like a few listeners wrote in and they were like, it sounds like he has really bad anxiety if he can't explain why he didn't come and he's not giving you a reason, et cetera. Mm. And I just feel like, Jodes, if I c- keep cancelling everyone who lets me down once, I will be going through them like days of the week. I, I do completely agree. And as an anxiety sufferer myself, I do get it. Maybe mm. I was a bit harsh, but, you know. <laughs> we were in the moment. You were shocked. It was I shocked. was shocked. Mm. And, like, I'm just sick of this for you. Yeah. I went into protective mode. Anyone yeah. knows me knows I go fucking full psycho crazy bitch mm-hmm. when it comes to my friends. And I just was so sick of it for us. Yes. So to keep the listeners up to date with my life, we went on a second date on Friday it was cute, obviously, as we stayed sober because, as you guys know, he doesn't drink. Fuck, if he ever listens to this podcast, I'm fucked. We, we, we just tell everything about his life. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know what, I was home within like an hour and a half. We had a little kiss at the door and that was it. Like, very, very innocent. You know what wasn't innocent? 
was I, my Saturday night. Oh, snap. Get into it. So I went to I went out with my um, girlfriend just for like drinks and dinner around my area and mm. I was home actually like surprisingly early. It was I think it was like 9.45 or something. And I was still, you know, I put the makeup on and, you know, there would have been about $30 worth of product on my face. And I was like, clearly I'm not going to waste this. No. So I was like, who in my phone can I hit up for, like we keep saying, that consistent good sex? Yes. So I, yeah, I hit up my fuck buddy and um he came over last night and i actually had, love this guy we had a very very great time um i was saying to jodes i think it's because we both know exactly what it is mm. and we're both like not looking for love especially not in each other um we're both dtf but we both don't have that like i don't know how to describe it in a nice way like we're both not obsessed with each other yeah but we're dtf yeah so the sex was so 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 great because I was just throwing my cat at him left right and center I was like you'll get it how it's served um, he ate me out from behind I mean, he's gonna listen to this which oh, I, I think I promise I wouldn't talk about it but hey here we are but um you know we, we were getting we were so in the moment Jodes mm. that you know um I think I, I was on top oh god I really do tell the listeners everything and I had a feeling that he came inside of me Okay. So I woke up this morning and I just popped on down to get the morning after pill. And yeah, I, I think we should kind of discuss maybe the stigma it has around that. Because for me, and I, I think when I was younger, I was so embarrassed to get it. And I was like, well, they're professionals. Mm. They won't give a fuck. Yeah. And I would rather this 10 minute walk of shame down to the chemist than a lifetime of misery with children. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> a um, lifetime of misery. But, yeah, we were discussing this earlier and I don't think you've gotten the morning after pill, but you don't see a reason why people wouldn't, hey? No, I've never I've never been in a situation where I've had to take the morning after pill myself. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, yeah. if you're in a situation where you want to play it safe Com- and you need to haul on ass down to the bloody store, girl, don't play yourself. Do it. I'm don't sure- be fucking stupid. And I'm sure we're like one of 24 girls on a Sunday morning at that same chemist doing oh the exact God, same thing. Oh, my God. They don't give a single 100%. fuck. You think they're going to remember bloody Sally Lou from down the way coming in at 10.57 to us? They don't give a shit. It's work for them. I actually- like a gynecologist. Do you think she's judging your vagina? She sees pussy all day. True that. Girl, bye. I remember the first time um, just as like a fuck egg on my face story like hilarious I remember the first time I went to go get the morning after pill must be when I was 18 and um I went there and obviously I didn't realize it was just one single pill I thought because I was on the pill at the time I thought they were going to give me like a row of 12 you know like Panadol like you don't just buy one Panadol you buy the row so she handed me the one pill and I was like grabbed it and I was like oh god Susie, I'm going to need more. You don't know what went down last night. <laughs> so here I am spilling the tea to this poor little innocent checkout girl. I was like, you don't understand the positions we did. I need it all. I'm, I'm, I need a double up. Oh I need my gosh. three pills. All right. Well, on that spicy note, I think we're going to have to go to break. So GBs, make sure that you have rated and reviewed How to Be a Good Bitch on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you follow us on Instagram too at Good Be Podcast. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, you are back with main topic and we need to discuss, Jodes, why we do, you know, we do hurt so bad when we're let down by people who don't mean a lot to us just yet. So I'm speaking first date, second dates. I reckon anywhere from date one to date three or a fuck body when they cancel on you at last minute. Yeah. 
So early days, as, early I would, days. as I would say. And what's prompted me to speak about this is, as we've talked about in the last episode, I said, oh, I was just really disappointed because – and I went and got laser done that morning, which mm. is both an inconvenience and it's expensive and it hurts. Yes. And one of my girlfriends, who can I just say is in a happy long-term relationship, so she just does not understand the must lengths nice. we go to. Must, <laughs> be, must be nice. She was like, Jules, why would you – why would you do that? I'm just so confused because you were just going to dinner and you just didn't know how it was going to end up. Why would you do that? And I was like, are you joking? Getting laser done is the least of my troubles that I have gone through mm. for either a dick appointment or a first date. Exactly. It's like, why wouldn't you why do wouldn't that? You? Is the better question. So what I want to talk about mm. is what kind of things do we do leading up to a date or a dick appointment, the, the insane things that us as females do? Well, firstly, I think any girl can agree, you know, when you've got a very special occasion coming up, there is a process that needs to be followed and respected. Mm-hmm. I'm talking your laser appointment, whether it's your laser or your shave, you're generally coordinating that with your tanning regime. So if I've got a spicy date on the Friday or the Saturday, you best believe that I'm washing my hair, I'm tanning my punani, mm-hmm. I'm lasering old girl, in a, in, a, in a beautiful symbiosis to ensure that I am readily beautified and, you know, full sexualization has taken place before said date. 100%. I, I feel I am a, like a very low slash no makeup girl during the week. I wear a bit of BB at the most. Yeah. Um, and then you best believe three hours before date or dick appointment, I turn into some like mm. Vogue 73 questions on IG. I'm like, <laughs> hey guys, today I'm just using like my third bit of primer and all this shit on my eyes. Oh my gosh. I literally, literally and then I turn into my own like PR person. Like when you were snapping yourself, yes. you're sending it to the squad. Yeah. Sending squad it to the girls. Approval. Oh my gosh. And I guess why it upsets me so much is because I know better, yet I still turn into this fucking Stepford wife mm. before all of these letdowns. Like here I am, I'm cleaning the house. I'm making, I'm putting on a hundred candles. Yes. I would never do that for anyone, yet I'll do it for someone who will rub my fire for 30 minutes and then ejaculate on me. But I feel like as women, you know, we go through this process because I think as well we want to mentally prepare ourselves for the date. Mm. So we want to look and feel our best. Mentally, we need a couple of hours to really prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, you know, you're rushing straight from work or whatever, that's a different situation, right? But generally speaking, you're going to allow yourself proper time and space to ensure that you've tanned, primped, shaved, waxed, washed, and you're bronzed up from – you're bronzed up from, you know, head to feet mm-hmm. and ready to go. I still – some something that I still do, though, I still – if I'm about to get in bed with a boy, mm. I moisturise every crevice possible. I moisturise everywhere. Do you do the same? Does, yes. Do you ever have sex straight from – like I feel like I shower and then moisturise. Yes, and I – you know what I also like to do? This is like – I like to – I used to really fuck with those Victoria's Secret, like, scented moisturizers, you know, like the body oh, whips God, and like shit. Oh, you're like the raspberry that it tastes like fake ah, raspberry. Oh, my god! You gosh. know the shit. I used to, like, make sure that I was always moisturizing, like, my thighs mm-hmm. and that situation because when they're down there, they're going to be like, holy shit, her pussy smells like strawberries. But does it? Like, oh, we need to get a guy on here one time, just one time, because does it? Do you think <gasps> – Guess what I found out last night? What? Apparently, 
vegan and vegetarian pussy tastes completely different. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me, but Sh- I was like, Shout whoa. out to our vegan GBs. Shout out, shout out. Come through. Love Sorry, to know. what were we talking about? <laughs> Why the letdown hurts so bad? But I think, yeah, it's just it, we go into this with, you know, I, I look like a, I go from a, a 4.8 to a <laughs> solid 8 like before. And it's just, I'm, I'm tr- you know, I'm tricking everyone really. But, hey, Jodes, what is going to be our GB tip of the week to, you know, to lessen the blow? Of when we do, you know, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's happened to me multiple times already on this podcast. When you get stood up or you get cancelled on extremely late, you're sitting there slippery as a seal looking (laughs) like Jessica Alba. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hello, it's like honey. And um, where's where's my B-boy? Look, it's a hard one because, you know, everyone's always like, you know, set no expectations. Go into it with no expectations. It's like, it's fucking easier said than done, bitch. You Mm. know, we're all out there looking for the the same thing. We're all trying to put our best foot forward. So, yeah, it does fucking hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, My tip is to not feel crazy bad. It's Mm -hmm. like, end of day, you can only be 100% authentically yourself but be the best version of yourself be the most bronzy or whatever that I'm not trying to shame my pale sisters because yeah I'm Irish and white as fuck (laughs) um but whatever makes you feel as sexy as possible Mm -hmm. do that and also just remember to have fun like dating's meant to be fun Mm. if you're putting all this crazy pressure on yourself and stressing so much about what you look like if he's gonna like you like that's gonna come across in the day and I'll say it again the one thing that men are attracted to is fucking confidence. Hundred percent. I can seriously. I can also recall all the times I've bought such a new, a, a, a new expensive. God, I was going to say dress. I haven't worn a dress in years, but you know, an expensive um, piece of clothing, and I've been so worried about that all night, and then about uh, you know how I look. So I'm yeah. constantly pulling it down, yeah. and I always go home so early. No one's really like not really talking to me. You know, I'm not getting chatted up. Yeah, it's always the times that I'm in like trackies and I've accidentally ended up at a house party and I'm dancing with yeah. my girlfriends. I'm throwing it back and busting it open, <laughs> throwing my ass in circles for those yeah. strange men in the club. They love it. <laughs> that is when I get hit on the most because I'm clearly having so much fun in my own little world. Yeah, and that's fucking sexy. And they would have been looking at you like, who is this fucking sexy, bootylicious bitch throwing it back busting it open like I want to fucking talk to her oh wow you know what I mean like that's fucking sexy can we let the listeners in on um a little king tip that was given to Jodes by new new boo (laughs) yeah early early days days early days boo so one thing that I remember that he said to me on our first day um he made a comment to, to say that because he'd been on some other dates from, you know, dating apps. Mm-hmm. And he made a comment to say, um, you, out of all the dates I've been on, you're the only one who actually looks like their photo. Like you look just like your photos. And he was like, obviously turned on by that, but also quite shocked. And I was like, I didn't realize that that's, that that's what's that happening. Like, are we really fully catfishing these men or... Uh, fuck, because I need to look at mine. Now that you've said that, I'm like, shit, all of my dating photos of me like tanned in a bikini. But fuck, that is a great, great tip. And he's a good guy. He wasn't being, he wasn't shaming anyone. He was just like genuinely like, you know, I'm trying to get to know these chicks, but I'm I'm finding that I'm going on these dates and they look nothing like their, their photos. 
And no, it's that just is great. That's actually a great tip. He wasn't being dicky about yeah, it at no, all. No. He was just keeping it real. And I guess for me, I like to have a balance. And when I'm on mm. the apps of like, obviously my, the glamorous version of me, right, with yeah, makeup yeah. and everything. But then I've got like one of me on a farm and track pads. Yeah. Like, there's a good kind of balance that like, you can tell it's just me, but like the prettier me. Hundred percent. I guess if you're posting up photos of you with the butterflies all over your face for every time in this. Like Bella Hadid cat eye and these Rihanna lips, who's going to be like, wait. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're not shaming doing that, but it's like, just keep in the back of your mind, am I putting a version of myself out there into the world that I can back up in person? Is this Mm -hmm. authentically the best version of myself? Mm -hmm. Or is someone going to be like, what? When they mm. rock up and just see the everyday me or my hair's different or I'm not this bronze naturally because I've had on fucking Oslo to the fucking nine. Do you know what I mean? Completely. But um, look, on that note, I think let's take it to break. We'll get back into this when we get back. Um, but GBs, make sure that you're following our beautiful Instagram at Goodby Podcast and make sure you rate and review your girls on Apple, uh, How to Be a Good Bitch. And we'll see you in a minute. All right, bitches, you're back with How to Be a Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And we're going to go straight into our listener question. Um, I love this one. Um, She starts off very complimentary. (laughs) Give it to me. She says, hey, girls, love the podcast and find myself in stitches listening to you two every week. Sweetheart. So here's the thing. I'm falling for my fuck buddy. I don't know if he'd ever consider taking us beyond the bedroom. How do I approach this with him? Am I just in my feelings or do you think it's worth shooting my shot? Interesting. And a very common question. I feel like I found myself in this situation multiple times. Oh, my God, me too. <laughs> I I don't know what your answer is going to be, Jodes, but for myself, I think because you're already having this, you're already in that mind frame, yeah. you absolutely have to shoot your shot yeah. because it is going to kill you if you keep sleeping with this man and you have you, you, you don't know where you stand because you're clearly falling for him, obviously. You've said that. <laughs> I'm just reading back the question. You've clearly, you're clearly falling for him, so you absolutely have to ask. Otherwise, oh, I can just see this heartbreak happen on the horizon yeah. if you just keep playing Miss Cool Girl. I do love you, but like, you know, Miss Cool Girl and keep sleeping and leaving at 7am because, you know, he's got the gym. I'm using air quotes. Please. Um, but, yeah, babe, babe what's, your, what's your advice? I've definitely been found myself in this situation before and knew that I was catching feelings and had the courage to tell him that I kind of liked him. I can't remember exactly what I said, but I said, yeah, like I like you and I was trying to suss out where he was feeling and he's, he said, yeah, like I'm feeling that I'm feeling like a bit of a connection too, but you know, it, it came to play, it came, you know, to fruition that he was just playing me. He was just telling me, what he thought would keep me there and he never really had any intention of taking it outside the bedroom so ultimately I played myself because I kept myself in that position Mm -hmm. even after I told him how I felt and he didn't switch up how he was acting so my advice is personally absolutely approach this with Mm -hmm. him because you've clearly caught feelings and so that needs to be acted upon. You're already too far in. Exactly Mm -hmm. like you're not being true to yourself if you do nothing now you're Mm -hmm. actually going to hurt yourself like you're actually going to, I ended up getting very hurt in this situation. Mm -hmm. So like mother hen now, I'm like, you really need to fucking fall back Mm -hmm. and do something or you're going to hurt yourself. 
Um, absolutely approach it with him, but don't play yourself like I did. Be prepared to act fast. Mm. If he doesn't come back with, I like you too, I think we should, you know, do X, Y, Z, or let's feel out what this could be. If you don't get a positive response and some actions as well, not mm. just all talk, like let's pay attention to actions now. If he doesn't switch it up, you need to be prepared to shut it down because it's not going to go anywhere good, my love. But also if he does tell you the truth, sorry, if he, yeah. I'm assuming if he does say like, oh, shit, I, I just thought this was, you know, we both knew what it was. It's a definitely fun friends with benefits. Yeah. If you decide to stay and try and change his mind, that's on you. Like you are setting yourself for heartbreak. Like yeah. he's told you vocally that like, no, 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 this isn't a thing. And obviously if you guys keep fucking, that's on you, boo. So please protect your heart, my love. Yeah. I, hope, I hope that's helped. Yeah. Um, Jodes, we do need to get to confession because we have a long one today. Oh. It's from a very, very new GB. I love this bitch. I've stalked her. She's a hottie. Um, so I'm just going to read it word for word. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm just repositioning myself. Oh, here we go. Okay. She says, Hey girls, bloody love the potty and everything you two are doing. Oh, this is this compliment week. We love love you. (laughs) All right. So I have a confession for you girls. I am notorious among my friends for matching with guys on dating apps, talking to them for weeks and then falling in love with the idea of the idea of them that I construct in my head Mm. all before having actually met them. Guilty. We all do that. Me too. So, I match with a guy on Hinge and fall into this trap all over again. I decide the best way to combat this is to get him over to my place ASAP and suss him out in real life. So we tee up dinner and drinks at my place and I'm like, fuck yes, we're on. From the second I open the front door, I know this guy is not my vibe. Mm. Objectively speaking, there is absolutely nothing wrong with him. In fact, he's pretty attractive in a plain sense. (laughs) This is a subtle dick. In a plain sense. And I guess that was the problem. He was just a little too vanilla for me. Flash forward an hour and a half into the convo and he drops the fact that he's getting a tattoo the following day. I'm a little taken aback as I wouldn't pick this R.M. Williams, Ralph Lauren crew boy for the tattoo type. So he's clean cut. He's clean Clean cut. cut. Yeah. He explains how he has his grandfather on his chest, a small tattoo on his leg and another on his arm. Okay. We carry on with the convo, which was actually fire. So I decide maybe I've just misjudged this boy. I decide the best course of action is to have sex with him. Classic. <laughs> just, just to be sure I haven't somehow missed a smoldering ember of chemistry somewhere. Ooh, I love that sentence. Flash forward again and we're in my bed. I'm straddling him, uh, ready to find out if this spark, the type, if this, sorry. Flash forward again and we're in my bed. I'm straddling hinge boy, ready to find out if this spark, the type, that can only be ignited by a little P in the V action. Mm. I strip his shirt off and lean over to kiss him only to come face to face with an old wrinkly man staring straight at me, making direct eye contact as I'm naked, riding his grandson is Gramps's face. Plastered on this boy's chest, I freeze. Suddenly I flash back to our earlier convo where to his credit, he had disclosed this very information Forgive me for assuming that having your grandfather tattooed on your chest would be in the form of a date or a name and not crudely drawn of his face. Okay, so what the fuck? I'm talking, sorry, this is continued. I'm talking like the size of an entire pectoral region here. 
Safe to say, any fighting embers quickly sputtered out from that moment. So he's got a wrinkly old man actually tattooed on his body. That is fucking bizarre. That's so. That's a. That's a hard red flag. Like what? Have you ever had sex with anyone that's like they've taken off their shirt and it's popped out like a Southern Cross tattoo's popped up? I have had sex with someone. He was. He was. A fuck buddy situation back in the day, and he had his nana's name on his chest, mm-hmm. but but it, no wrinkly, no wrinkly, no tears. face. It was just the nana's name. Okay, so there was no pearl drawn up there. No, no like little, yeah, no. little Jude or anyone. I remember I um, went to go have sex with a boy, and this is the whitest boy I've ever met in my life, and he's probably listening. So shout out. <laughs> he was so white. He. Went to take his pants down, Jody, and around his penis, like on on this part. What's this part? Like the pubic bone. The pubic bone on his pubic bone. It said "gangster love." <laughs> I was like, disgusting, disgusting. It's that gangster oh love. But thank you so much for that confession. We've never had one like that. I and love I'm it. loving all these new GBs writing. Thank you, babe. Obsessed with you all. All right, guys. I think that is all for today. Jodes and I are dying for food. We're going to go out here and stuff our face. Classic us. It's been real as always. Love your GBs. <laughs> Jodie's trying to hustle us out the door quickly. <laughs> Make sure you follow us at Good Bee Podcast. And we'll see you next Tuesday, bitches. Bye. 